You are listening to the Kairos Des Moines podcast. Hey everyone, it's Chris Kimston, Minister at Hope Des Moines, and while Kairos Des Moines is just getting started, it's helpful to know that we're a part of a much greater movement happening at colleges and universities in our state. Today we'll be talking to somebody who helped to start Kairos at the University of Iowa's campus, the incredible Kat Henry. She's a student at the U of I, and while pursuing all of the great things that come with being a college student, she's served faithfully at the local site of Hope Iowa City and got things rolling with college ministry there. As we get ready to begin this next fall, we thought it might be encouraging to hear from her and to get to know a little more about the people we get to stand alongside, both together and from afar, this year as one church in multiple locations. Let's jump into our conversation with Kat Henry. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We have a great conversation here today. I am talking to Kat Henry from the University of Iowa, over there in beautiful Iowa City. Uh, how's it going, Kat? It's really good. How are you? Doing well. Living the dream, uh, as always. Now, Cat, uh, for those who don't know you, which is probably a fair number of people, um, some maybe not, but um, for those who don't know you, do you just introduce yourself, who you are, uh, kind of where you're at in life, and we'll get into it. Cool, yeah. So my name's Catherine Henry. Most people call me Kat. Um, I'm the president, well, I was the former president of Kairos in Iowa City, which since Kairos is a student organization at Iowa, we have a president, treasurer, and all in that and all that good stuff. So I was the president and I started that up, um, let's see, that was last year, this fall. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm a student at the University of Iowa. I have one more semester left. I'm studying speech and hearing sciences, so I'm going to grad school um, next fall, which is super exciting. And other than that, yeah, I'm just trying to get through college. Yeah, especially in a time like this, this year not ending exactly like people think or thought that it was going to, but here you are, getting ready for your very last semester. Yeah, I'm ready to be done. College is great, guys, but I'm ready to be done. You're ready. You're ready to be done. Now, um, there are a ton of people who have been involved with Kairos since, you know, Hope jumped onto the college ministry scene in Ames, uh, up at Iowa State is the first place where it started um, with Danny and the rest of the crew. But you're in Iowa City at the University of Iowa, the dreaded rivals. And uh, I wanted to talk to you specifically, Kat, because you're somebody who is currently like one, a college student, I mean, Danny and I were college students not too long ago, but you're a current college student. And two, you helped start the second location for Kairos as a volunteer. You know, you are, um, as the people listening to this are maybe uh, part of the ground level of helping to start Kairos Des Moines. So you're a good person for them to hear from. Yeah, so... The story of Kairos, Iowa City, is kind of rooted in my testimony, testimony too, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but sure. when I came okay. to Iowa, I thought because I went to a big high school, I went to Waukee, go Warriors, um, I thought that the transition would be really easy, and it turns out it was really not. Um, kind of fell away from my faith in high school, and coming to college kind of ignored that side of myself too, but as I came to college and it's just really difficult and I knew I needed something to ground me and at the time I didn't know it but it was God so 
coming to Iowa first year was just really unsettling. Um, I was in a sorority. I had friends, but there was this lack of like, emotional connection to others, I think, um, that I was missing. So after that, I just kind of threw myself fully into schools, my sorority. Um, and so, yeah, that sense of uneasiness just continued. And even though I didn't have the language for it at the time, that was definitely the Holy Spirit wanting me to like start a ministry to some capacity. So fast forward to my sophomore year. So that's, um, let's see, that's fall 2018. Um, I ran into my friend Mara Smith, who I was actually confirmed with, which is wild, um, in between classes. Um, and I was just catching up and kind of telling her where my heart was at and just how much I missed a church community, some people I can really just connect to on a spiritual level. Um, and she felt literally the exact same way. So from there, we met with Mark Brandt, for any of you Hopesters. He's the digital outreach minister um, at Hope West Des Moines, and he was totally on board. So we met with him December 2018 over break. And so in January of 2019, we started up this little group called Hope for Hawks, which <laughs> was a group of about four of us on a good day that met um, just in the Iowa Memorial Union for anybody who knows Iowa City. It's pretty close to campus. We just live streamed the five o'clock service to see if like Iowa City really needed a ministry like Kairos because we didn't want to go all in right away. Um, so yeah, we only had four to 10 people throughout the semester and we were kind of discouraged. But now what I know now, I know God was using that time to help us build our ministry skills. Um, so after that semester, we decided to go through the tedious process of becoming a student organization, which um, requires drafting a constitution, um, electing members. And I had to talk to Danny about all the logistics about Kairos. Um, but coincidentally, so our local site meets at this um, building really close to campus. So we decided to check in to see if they had space available on Wednesday nights, and they did, luckily. So we found a space. Um, so throughout the summer, we were just drafting an email list, kind of probably what you guys are doing right now, um, just trying to get a feel for who would be interested. And so our first night, fall of 2019, Mark told us to expect probably a third of our email list. So our email list at the time was about 100 people. So we were expecting like 30. Um, and we were in a small room um, this night, and we hit 30 the first night, and then people just kept coming in, and they kept coming in, and we were just, we, we were blown away because we were not expecting that, but that just proves that when you give your ministry to God and don't try to control it for yourself, he can do so many good things. Um, so yeah, throughout the semester, we continued to grow. We moved to a bigger room and we got more volunteers, our student leadership team. Um, and we also have adult volunteers too from our local site. And so up until the pandemic, we were having about 55 students weekly, which is wild. And it's just been so cool to see all these students show up and just want to grow in their faith and grow closer to each other. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and yeah, it's, you guys are definitely kind of riding a wave there um, right up until the point where um, everybody went back home because mm -hmm. of the pandemic. Now, you, you mentioned being confirmed at Hope, meaning at West Des Moines as you're out in Iowa City that is a local site for anybody who isn't familiar with Hope that might be listening to this. Hope has a bunch of different campuses as well as some kind of uh, different locations where people are just meeting that aren't official campuses at this point but are places where people want to stream the service and worship together uh, with Hope. And so uh, Iowa City has an awesome local site out there that Kat is a part of. So that's what she's referencing there. Now, you so you were confirmed at Hope and you had kind of grown up um, you know around Hope 
And then when you came to college, you, you kind of felt that, you know, now that was kind of this desire to, uh, or nudging by God to start a, to start a college ministry, but uh, you go to a very large university and yeah. that is for, for anybody listening to this that maybe goes to school in Des Moines at one of the few different colleges there, it definitely is giant for the University of Iowa. You really could have done it in a lot of different ways, but what was it about Hope and maybe Kairos, the, the program that had just started names a couple of years before, you know, what about that made you jump all in like you have? Is there anything specific that you can point to? Yeah, so probably first off wanting to say that my freshman year, I tried a couple ministries and nothing against those ministries. Um, there's a lot of good ones in Iowa City, but none of them really taught about Jesus the way I knew him growing up at Hope. Sure. Um, so I kind of saw that disparity. And I think the thing about Kairos and Hope in general that just made me want to dive in is the welcoming people and atmosphere at any Hope campus. Sure. So you could be at the West Des Moines site, which holds like 2,600 people, mm -hmm. or you could be at the Iowa City local site that has like 25 regularly, mm -hmm. and you still feel welcome and seen and loved, and like what Jesus tells us, the most important commandment is to love other people just as I've loved you, and like that is so evident at every single campus, and it doesn't matter if it's a local site or a big campus, so especially at Kairos, it's a place where students can come and they can just come as they are. Um, our mission statement is that we're a grace-based community that points students to the soul-satisfying love of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. which definitely holds true to both Iowa City and Ames Kairos and soon Des Moines. So yeah. I really ultimately jumped in with Kairos because I think every college student needs to experience that love is available to them regardless of if they're a seasoned Christian, if they have fallen away from their faith, or if they've never even read the Bible or heard of Jesus. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, now you, you're definitely somebody who has jumped in and you kind of took that invitation. Um, what do you think are some of the challenges for college students, um, regardless of kind of university, but uh, there are lots of college students that maybe did high school ministry or were confirmed at some point and then they come to college. What do you think are some challenges for current college students like yourselves that might prevent them from getting involved on, uh, with faith on campus in an organization like Kairos? Yeah, this is a really good question because I feel like college is a time where most people actually do fall away from their faith. And for me, it was kind of the opposite, which was funny. But I think for many students, it's their first time away from home where they have parents or family like telling them to go to church. So it almost has to become your choice and you kind of have to take your faith into your own hands and I think just starting off especially as a freshman it's hard to um, make that a priority if you no longer have somebody telling you to go to church or to go to a ministry um, yeah. so that's the first thing and I would also say the busyness can really keep students from joining a ministry especially in like pre-professional programs at Iowa like pre-med pre-law all these things students are really there's a lot of pressure to be in all the things whether that's a student organization, um, really hard classes, um, and you have a job on top of that, students barely have time to do their laundry, let yeah. alone join another organization. Um, so that's another thing. And there's also, I call this the faith can wait mentality, where students feel like colleges, it's this time where they can go rogue and do whatever they want, um, <laughs> which is kind of sad because I honestly think that pursuing your faith in college can like enrich your experience so much. Um, 
And lastly, something that really breaks my heart too is um, people who have fallen away from their faith or have done something where they think they will be judged if they come into a Christian organization or any religious organization. Um, And yeah, this is something I think the Capital C Church could really work on just because um, church, like Pastor Mike says, is a isn't a house for saints it's a hospital for sinners Mm -hmm. so when organizations and other religious organizations um kind of put that pressure on students and make them feel like they want to be accepted i think that can really hurt the relationship with the church and student ministries yeah absolutely and they those struggles are really real right like they Mm -hmm. it's it is a newfound level of freedom where you're having to construct your very own identity and experience freedom in a way that you have never had the ability to do before. So amidst those very real challenges um, of just trying to construct your own identity and uh, trying to stay on top of everything in a way that you never have before, uh, Kairos uh, is specifically a place where uh, people have found a way to engage in their faith in a new way. And despite all of those challenges, uh, to the contrary. So uh, what have you noticed is kind of the pulse for Kairos for the students of uh, the University of Iowa? I mean, it's probably different. You know, there's definitely different campus identities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, You know, each college campus has its own kind of unique vibe. But specifically for the University of Iowa and the Kairos students there, what's kind of the pulse there that keeps them coming back despite those things that you mentioned? Yeah, so we've talked about this before, but it's interesting because Kairos Ames has a full-time staff. They have Danny, who's the pastor up in Ames, and Haley Shepherds. Um, they kind of just spearhead that, and the thing about Iowa City is we didn't have any of that, so I feel like the pulse of Iowa City Kairos is definitely our student leaders and volunteers. Um, so starting out, it was just me and Mara, president and vice president, and we gradually brought in more students because we noticed students staying before and after just because they felt that welcoming atmosphere like I was talking about earlier and they just love being there. Um, So now we have a team of about probably 10 students um, ranging positions um, that just really put any free time they have honestly into brainstorming fun ideas for get-togethers if we could get together (laughs) and just other opportunities for students to get connected and plugged in and we also have adult volunteers, so I mentioned our local site, um, we try to stay really connected with them just because we are together on campus. Um, And we have Christy and Dan Stover who are two great adult volunteers that come and help set up, get to know students and kind of, they serve as almost role models, which is really cool to see um, younger adults who are past college um, still pursuing their faith. I think that's really cool to be around. But honestly, all the students that come to Kairos volunteer to some capacity, whether it's reading, the Bible, um, reading for the night, or greeting people as they come in. I've just noticed all students want to help out in any way they can. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you were seeing all of this momentum happening uh, Mm -hmm. beforehand, and then this circumstance that is beyond what any of us imagined 2020 would look like um, with COVID-19. What what would you say maybe to some students that, I mean, they've been sent home, their, we, their you know, weeks have been cut short, 
we, you and I were talking earlier about, you know, some friends that we have that just graduated this year. Like, it's hard to imagine graduating this year amidst this pandemic. What, what advice do you have for students who have found themselves in kind of a weird place, stuck at home, maybe not able to engage with their friends or their community in the same way, and they're looking to stay sane, especially during this super uncertain time when we're having to decide whether to go outside, uh, to take part mm -hmm. in certain things, or whether to stay inside. What advice do you have for students looking to stay sane towards the, hopefully, what's the tail end of this quarantine? Yeah, so for college students especially, like, mental health is a huge thing. Um, we, I know there's many students who struggle with anxiety, depression, all these things, so I feel like loneliness right now is really hard, especially when you're away from all your friends. So I would say during this season, don't lose that connection. And I know that's really cliche and a lot of people say that, but honestly, like schedule Zoom dates. I know some people hate Zoom just because they're on so many Zoom meetings, but honestly, schedule those Zoom meetings with people and your friends that like maybe live in different states. And if you put those in your calendar and make time for those people, you can really cultivate those relationships during this season. And when you stay checked in and connected with those people, it just, it, it, it does not feel like campus, but it definitely, at home so um and I would also say during the season and this is such a Christian thing to say but really spend time with God um I know Revive which is the young adult ministry and Kairos put together this prayer changer life class mm -hmm. and it was so cool to see so many students get involved in that and really grow in their prayer life and I feel like during this time there's so many voices coming at you but when you make the time to just really sit down with God and hear what he has to say about it, it can give you so much peace and contentment. Um, and it doesn't have to be an hour of meditating in prayer every morning. I know for a lot of us, especially you with a baby, that's not really possible. So yeah. even if it's five, 10 minutes, just set that time apart and it'll set your day off great. Um, and I know for me, it's been especially difficult going from living by myself to living with my parents again for a hot second. And so when you take that time and just set the mood from the day, it just makes things so much better. So that's what I would say to students. Well, that's, that's great. I, I appreciate that advice. And it's good for, for everybody that regardless of what spiritual practice kind of um, resonates with you, I think mm -hmm. that it's really important to take that time and recognize that, uh, that spending time with God and, and a lot, that's almost, a, it, sometimes that phrase has kind of been co-opted and said so much that it almost seems like a cliche, but just yeah. taking time to, uh, taking time for yourself and taking time to practice the presence of God, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it, it is in itself a form of self-care, so yeah, I would really echo that, especially as things are continually uncertain. Hopefully, uh, students will be able to get back to campus sometime, sometime soon. Now, Kat, for the students at Iowa City, uh, I mean, I know hope, there's still a lot of uncertainty <laughs> regarding when people are going to be able to come back. Uh, what's Kairos Iowa City up to in this next season? Yeah, so we are just watching the Kairos AIM sermon streamed um, online as of right now, and that's available to all students. So if you're a Kairos Des Moines student, and I know you guys aren't up and running quite yet, but you still have that option to, you know, check out Kairos AIMS and see what that's all about. Mm -hmm. um, in the fall, like you said, a lot of it's up in the air. I always talk about Jamie Richards, nothing, everything is set in jello. Um, <laughs> so I think right now is just I'm keeping... Sorry it's just checking on our students and we have small groups right now going we have a summer small group and we also have um fall small groups ready to go so whether those are on zoom or in person um whatever students feel most comfortable with 
that's what we're planning on as of now. Of course, we would love to meet in person and our space in Iowa City is actually pretty large. So depending on what Hope decides and what the government decides for restriction wise and what the university decides, I'm hoping that we'll be able to meet in person, even if it is six feet apart. So, but set in jello. Set in jello, absolutely. And, and hopefully that is something that, um, that will end up with all of us together at some point. And I, I think it'll be, I, I think things are trending in the right direction. At least we hope so. So yes. I know that there are big things in store for, for Kairos, Iowa City. I'm hoping to get Kat down to Des Moines at some point to check things out. Uh, our new campus, of course, uh, just right across the street from Drake University at 2500 University, in case you have trouble finding us. But uh, new things with the building. Listen, uh, it's all things are getting rebuilt and uh, renovated. And every time I walk in that building, something new is done. So we're really excited to have everybody back. But Kat, thank you so much for taking the time to, to hang out, to talk about this awesome ministry that is uh, exploding in Iowa City, but also just uh, we're excited to see it expand to more and more colleges. So uh, we yeah. thank you for your leadership. We thank you for the way that you're, you're, you're loving other students as well, and we wish you the best in the future. Thanks, Chris. And I'm just so excited for Kairos Des Moines. I mean, we're all at different campuses, but it's kind of cool to see students from different campuses connect. Um, so yeah, we're really excited you guys are joining the fam. Awesome. Glad to be a part of the fam. Well, uh, <laughs> thanks again for taking the time and uh, we will talk to you later. See ya.